Again, my name is uh, Sebastian Wynn. I always forget to introduce myself. I'm co-partner and founder with Dr. Jeff Booski at Dental Syndicate. And we've had this guy, this character on our video podcast here multiple times, Dr. Danny Wynn. He started off with our men's training. Then him and his wife attended our signature training called Heroes Calling. And then he had his wife on here with him, which was very um, the first and dangerous thing he did. He goes, hey, babe, would you go on a video podcast with me and just tell people about my transformation and just be honest about it? I could tell them about mine, but I want them to hear from your stripe on the beach ball. And she said no for a month. And then she finally said yes. And so you got to see that video. Did you guys happen to watch it? Did you ladies watch it? Oh, you gotta watch it. Yeah, Mill and I did together. Oh, good job. It's good. It's worth watching because you get to see another perspective of someone's honesty about his transformation. It was raw, open, and it was really cool. And then he calls me and says, Hey, Sebastian, I'm serious about this transformational work. I'm serious about inviting men into the men's work. He has a declaration take a stand for 50 men in one year so they can get their gift of transformation. Remember, he does not get paid. He's he he just does this because it transformed his life, and um, he said, "Let's do this." I could tell them all day long how much I changed. My wife could tell them, but let's let my team. I was like, "What the Christmas? You want to do what? You want to go publicly and live and let your team roast you?" And we started laughing. You know, he goes, "No, but I really want them to tell them, you know, what transformation has seen in me." So, ladies, I'm going to take up 30 minutes of your time, and here's what I'm going to ask for. What was Dr. Tony Wynn like before he went off to the men's training? So everybody gets to go around, tell what a jerk he was. Then what was Tony Wynn after? What was your experience of him after? And then I'm going to ask you at the very end, what else does he need to do to grow in his leadership? Because here's what we believe in. We never arrive. And when we get feedback and the feedback is, so this is where he is right now. This is where he wants to go. Everywhere in the middle is called the gap. So at the end, you're going to say, hey, He's great at communicating, and he can learn more confrontation. He's great at this, and he can learn that. So we're always growing. So we're not here just say he's perfect, everything's great. No, we'll just delete the video because that's a lie. Or we come here and be honest saying, hey, he was a big jerk before he went to a train. Now he's a small jerk, and here's one thing you do to improve. Because that's how we, we that's how our culture is embedded. And Veronica, you are actually signed up for our uh, heroes calling our signature training in July, end of July, July 29th. And you're going to find out our culture is we never arrive. We are whole and complete, lacking nothing, just the way we are. We don't hide anything in shadows or darkness. And our growth of growing and expanding, contributing to this world and being a gift to the world and our cup overflowing, it never arrives. We don't arrive because if you arrive, then you have to be perfect. And so I can see one of you ladies walk on water. I don't think you ever arrived but if you can and you think you arrived let me know i have a pool over here you can walk through and let me <laughs> not drown <laughs> we'll go to the lake. so let's do this let's first introduce yourself and we'll ask the first question okay actually the first question is going to be why did you accept dr Wynn's invitation to be on this that's gonna be the first question i'm very curious okay but let's go around and we'll start off my left of my screen that's camille and misty and just say what your name is what you do at the office so the other doctors are watching this and other team members watching this you just see who's on here and what you do. so camille once you start first uh, my name is camille tuttle and um let's see I've been working here for almost 90 days, I think, right at Rock and I started around the same time. Um, and I, what do you do? I, what's that? What do you do? Oh, I'm sorry. I work um, the front. I do treatment, uh, uh, sorry, not treatment, hygiene coordination, schedule front office. Great. So just name what you do first, and then we'll go around to the gotcha. question. So we get, next to you is? Okay, so I am Misty. I am the lead assistant here at the office, and I've been here about a year and a half. Excellent. Veronica? Uh, my name is Veronica. I have been with the office for almost 90 days. Like Camille said, I am. I wear kind of many hats. I'm the treatment coordinator, finance coordinator, and then I just help out wherever I can. And she has how many children? I have three. So when I first met her, I thought she was a child. 
You know, I found out she has children. You, you have the Asian disease. You don't age. What the Christmas? <laughs> I <right>. wish. <laughs> Natalie? Uh, my name is Natalie Williams, and I am a dental hygienist. I've been here about a year and a half, a year and a half now. Oh, man, you're the oldest one, huh? Uh, no, no, next to Brittany. Oh, Brittany's like, nope. <laughs> no. That's why I'm getting a pity Manny. I need it. I deserve it. <laughs> I've earned it. All right, <laughs> Brittany, Brittany, how long have you been here? What do you do? Um, I'm going on um, five years. Oh, Shazam. Uh, yeah, so I was um, I was in this office before Dr. Wynn took over. And so I've been with him from the start. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And how long is that now? Uh, I think we're going on... Two plus years. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. That's why Something when like Natalie that. said year and a half, I thought that was pretty close, right? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, Rosalind. Um, I am Rosalind Gushy, and I have been at the office for about um, a little over a month now, and I am a dental assistant in the back. Excellent. So now you guys get no. Listen, there's no filters here. We cuss like sailors. <laughs> Facebook doesn't like us. They could delete us. It's okay. We don't care. We we just, because we have a higher value just being authentic, right? We have a highest value of being authentic, just truly who we are. We accept each other just as we are. So tell me this. Why? No, one, two sentences. You'll have to give the whole story. But what, what made you say yes when Dr. Wynn said, hey, guys, I would love for you to go on a video podcast, let Coach Sebastian interview you, and tell them what you see different or not different about me or whatever he said. And you said, sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, you're putting yourself out there. You're putting him out there. I mean, I am so curious why he accepted his invitation to do this. I'll go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've gone through the Fire 4 program that y'all have back in January. Mm-hmm. So that kind of got me a little more warmed up for this, you know, got more mm-hmm. to do it. Um, but um, my thought was, why not? Um, nothing bad's going to happen. Um, and then maybe it can help someone else out. And then also, to be perfectly honest with you, it makes Dr. happy. And when he's happy, he acts like a kid. And it's just funny. Isn't that true? Well, when you show me that kid, I'd like to meet him because he's always so intense and serious with me. <laughs> you need to breathe, you know, Shazam. But Missy, it was only since January, six months ago, we did the fire formula challenge. Yes, sir. We got to do it again. You got a whole new crew here. We're going to do it again. Mm-hmm. I agree. We should do it again. Yeah. Yep. We'll do it. That's I, not a problem. I learned so much from that and awesome. I changed so much. So yes, I completely agree. Oh, good. Then we're going to have to do it again. That's not a problem. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Yeah. Who's next? Why I'll did go. you say yes? Yes. So um, I also did the fire four back in January. So I kind of had an idea of what to expect, but also it's an opportunity to roast Dr. Wynn. Heck yeah. Yes. I'm honored. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, so really it was, he, you know, had a request. I, I don't mind, you know, helping out and if it could help him or help somebody else, then I'm all for it. So See, that's even what if I, love I about am your... at the Manny and Petty. <laughs> yeah. That's what I love about your, your industry. You guys just are such servants helping other people to become better. And I, I love that attitude. The only problem we're having, Brittany, with your camera is that you got your camera pointed to some guns and they're distracting. <laughs> what the Christmas woman? Easy, relax, uncock that gun. That thing's about to blow he's, up some more. working on my hand right now. So oh, is that why? To, yeah, Shazam, you've been working on the you. arm, you can tell. No wonder she gets work done. See this? <laughs> you don't listen, you get beat down. Yeah. All right, one or two more. Why did you, because all of you guys are going to probably sound very similar, you know, support Dr. Wynn, uh, support anybody else can help. And I just wanted them to see how amazing your culture is. That's that's the cool part. But anybody else, besides supporting Dr. Wynn, supporting anybody else that might be um, getting value from this video, why else did you do it? Um, I'll go. So, I mean, this is like super out of my comfort zone. I don't really like do this, talk much. I, I am not the best at speaking. Um, hence why I'm here with Bonnie. Um, so it's just really out of my comfort zone. And, you know, just to tag along with the girls, I mean, Dr. Wynn does a lot for us. And so, I mean, I just felt like this was just a small ask from him and why not? Just yeah. like Ms. It, I mean, just look at your culture. And I, I found three little nuggets in your culture. One, you guys want to make Dr. Wynn successful. 
That's it. You want to make him happy, you make him successful. You know when he's having successful, the cup overflows, and that you guys have a great work environment, and he's acting like a little kid. It's fun to work with. Two, you know that he's there to help other people and transform their life and give them confidence in their smile and all that stuff. And if they help anybody else, any other doctors, that's great. Three, you guys had your own experience in January, a couple of you guys, and you grew from it, so you want to grow some more. Love it. Victoria wasn't there, but she wants to get out of her comfort zone and grow from it. And that's amazing. Oh, sorry, Veronica. I will say your name. <laughs> I'll be it's okay. I, I, I still don't know my wife's name. I've been married 26 years. I still don't know her name. I just call her honey. <laughs> that's how bad it is. I have really bad, uh, I have a really fun games with names. In that's my okay. Life. We're going to call her Victoria from now on. So Yeah, that'd be fun. Because <laughs> here's what she's going to do. She's going to ignore you. <laughs> she'll go, I don't have to do that. You ask Victoria to do it, not Veronica. <laughs> All right, well, let's dive into it. So we can't go around Robin like everybody gets to say for time's sake, but two or three of you for every question to get to say it. You can elaborate as long as you want. But tell me this. What was Dr. Wynn like uh, before you went to the men's training if you were there long enough? Uh, to know that and no and be honest about you know like he was always intense snappy moody whatever but you know just be honest what was he like in your experience before he did the training so um I'll, oh go ahead go ahead Brett. you were the, you're okay. here much longer okay um so just quickly um i would say one of the things before the training i noticed with him he has grand vision um very ambitious, all these great ideas, but didn't know how to execute and um, had a hard time getting other people on board with his vision because it felt so like all over the place. It was like constantly changing this, changing that. And it was just disorganized. So that was kind of hard. And in the beginning, when we, he first took over, he ended up kind of losing some teammates because they just felt like it was constant change, but not really didn't know how to get there or how to change. So, yeah. but now I feel like he's. Oh, um, no, no. Oh. Now we got to hold on to that. We oh, got to, okay. we got to paint him in the ugliest picture first. Oh, okay. All right. Then Thank we'll see that. how, then we'll see how the plastic <laughs> surgery worked on his face. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop there. Yeah. <laughs> but what you said that, let me repeat it make sure everyone heard because it was great. Most new, because he, he's new, he's young. This is his first mm -hmm. practice. They get yeah. there. They see all this possibility. Oh, we can do this. We can do that. We can do this. We can do that. And let's change, change. And every minute, every hour changes. And mm -hmm. people don't have security. They're holding on because we're on this roller coaster ride. We don't know where we're going to go. And then what I heard you say, he's lost some team members because when you don't give people stability, consistency, and vision where they're going and the steps how to get there, it's not clear it causes a lot of insecurity and it causes a lot of, you know, just even self-doubt. Like, can I support him to get there? Can I, can, and like, I get insecure about who I am in my contribution. Is that what I heard? Mm -hmm. Of course, yep. I, I'm bellish. I elaborate a little bit just to paint the picture. But overall, that's a very good picture to see where he was at. Who else? Misty? Okay. So I feel like um, I wasn't here, you know, near as long as Brittany. It's been a year and a half, but I feel like that he was um, pretty much like a, a ball of soda that's been shook up, and it was just, you know, and he was a little unstable, to be honest. As far as you know, he didn't know which way. He wasn't mean, but almost cold, you know, in how he handled the staff. Yes. And I mean, he was never mean, but he was very just direct and cold. This isn't, you know, he like he had on blonders, and this was the only path. There yep. was no gray area. There was no, you know, it was this was it. I love what you said. You. We say that's when you're in your head. When you're in your head, if you guys ever start thinking about oh, something all day and you get these blinders on, you can't hear anybody, you don't really see anybody, if you engage with them, they experience you to be cold. Yes. Because you're in your head. Am I doing this right? Is this the right thing? And so your emotions are not connected. You're not connected to the person next to you with you in the room. You're not connected to anybody. You're just like on this task and you're cold like a robot. Yes. And, and you're and I love your analogy. He's like a soda bottle shook up and you open the cap. He's going every, because he's in, there's so many things going in his head. Does that make sense? Yes. There's so many things going in his head and he's going to explode. So thank you for that analogy. That's beautiful. Now, here's the funny part. There's going to be some seasoned doctors watching. They're going to go, holy crap, that was me. 
they're, they're gonna say no thank god i went through that season there's gonna be some um um team members like you guys watching going that's my doctor and he's been doing it for 10 years <laughs> yeah. there's some other watching that's my doctor she's been doing this for three years you know every doctor is different stage i think the beautiful things you guys are helping them see that they're not broken they're just normal doctors like everybody else. Everybody comes in different season, different time. We all are human beings, the same factors. It just comes out different. And your different team members handle it different. Like Brittany said, some couldn't stay. They were just different. And that's okay. That's not a problem. Um, but it, what the problem is, if you stay that way, and, some, and the bottle eventually is either going to blow up from the pressure or it's going to lose its power over time. You know what I mean? So great job. And I love what Brittany said that he was just like, my words, Brittany, like a ping pong ball, just freaking everywhere. We don't know where we're going to be. Ding, 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 ding. I thought we landed and scored something. Nope, we got to go ding, 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 some more. You know what I mean? <clears throat> That's great to see a picture of him. Who else? Natalie, were you here long enough? Uh, yeah. Um, I honestly, just kind of like what Brittany and Misty have got gotten at is when I first started, it was, I just come out of school and this was my first job as a dental hygienist and I was already very nervous and on edge all the time and he didn't no, um, left oh, his no. wait 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 you said he didn't and the phone went out he didn't what oh no it's out again <laughs> oh, <Tommy. laughs> okay do it again Natalie he didn't what well it's a good picture of you though nice smile <laughs> Okay, Natalie, here's what you do. If you, if you keep on losing signal, just hang up and call back in again. But try it one more time. We got you right now. He didn't. Um, so he just, <clears throat> um, he just in, in the beginning was very kind of like they said, unstable. Um, I never really knew all the time exactly what he wanted. And it, it didn't feel like he was always communicating very well with me. And so I, I, it made me feel even more on edge just initially because I felt like I was, you know, already thrown into something very quickly that I was, you know, trying to just get my feet under me. Um, but, you know, I wanted to be doing a good job and being a good team member and, you know, meeting expectations, but I wasn't always sure what those expectations were, but um yeah in the beginning he was just a lot more kind of uh, it felt like he knew what he, what he wanted and he was going for it but I wasn't always there with him I yeah didn't he didn't have know. to meet his expectations yeah exactly and I think you and I had this conversation where when you started you had black hair and through the stress it turned blonde <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> that'd be funny if you say that yes yeah, she's got black hair we're gonna doctor when turn all blonde through the stress um, so uh, you guys are actually making me think of my leadership when i first started i know it doesn't look like it i'm just amazingly handsome it's hard for you to believe this but i'm 51 years old and you're making me think of my first team and my first leadership my first business how everyone would have said exact same thing if not even more, not being able to clearly um, state my expectations, not being able to you know, uh, decide, I'm, I'm rapidly changing my mind what we're going to do, when we're going to do it all moment, you know, there's another possibility, another pos squirrel, 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 you know, all that stuff. And I just love the honesty there. Now, some of you ladies are brand new, like within a couple of months, several months. And so you still see some re resemblance of this, just different degrees, different intensity, right? <laughs> Is there anything else that the other ladies are missing that is your experience, not right or wrong, but your experience to different degrees? Does not mean he's always miscommunicating or not showing you the expectation need to hit? Maybe he's not um, always um, clear on direction he's going or, or, or he's still got some novel ideas that pop up. But what are you kind of experiencing? Like when you first got there, you've been there six months now, a year, and, and you could... You know, this is my experience from when I first got there. I don't want to exclude anyone. If you have some experience you want to share. I know, Roslyn, you've only been there a month. So, yeah, you're still honeymoon stage. You think he's the best thing since sliced bread. So you don't count right now. We've only been there, for Veronica and I, Victoria and I, um, we've only been there for <laughs> for, uh, for under three months. But, um, you know, it's like you said, he was a big jerk. And then... <laughs> 
not such a big jerk anymore. No, exactly. We, we really, I mean, I, I'm not speaking for Veronica, but uh, I have, um, I have seen growth in him. I don't know what he was like before, um, but I've seen growth just in the 90 days that I've been here with the way uh, he communicates. So, um, you know, when I first got here, um, I thought he was, you know, a little too uh, rigid for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a little, a little intimidating, but not to be, um, you know, uh, more brass, brass, a little more brass. But he's become well. Anyway, that's what I'm not gonna say. What he's become? No, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's very good capture because just think a year before that, how much more intense he was. Right. You know what I mean. And he's just, he's learning and just like everyone, well, not, I won't say all doctors, some doctors choose to stay where they're at. Absolutely. They don't invest in themselves. They don't invest in their teams. They won't give you the fire formula challenge, which we're going to do again, because you got a new team now. It helps the team grow. Veronica, what was your experience? Was he kind of stiff, rigid, robotic, cold when you first 90 days ago? So when I first met him, I didn't know how to like take him because like he seemed like very serious. <laughs> the practice like especially like when I had the interview with him like he seemed so serious and like had direct questions and all this other stuff then when I got into the practice I just realized that like you know he actually cares about you know his people it, we're not just employees to him yeah. uh, and I feel like if we had concern with him you know whether it was something that he did or a patient did whatever um he takes ownership of it like yeah. missy the conversation with him about something that we disagreed on that he did and stuff and you know he took complete ownership of that and i feel like most doctors would not take ownership you know what i mean um yeah that's all no, I'm that's, gonna say. Great. that's great because here's one thing we all could conclude he's pretty serious person pretty intense at times because he gets really into his head like we said and that's very normal but, but you're seeing this other side to it. You're seeing this where we're going to do the transition. We're seeing this other side. And I want to give you guys a tool real quick. Uh, and, and, and Dr. Wynn will love this tool. I was just with another doctor last night. And we talked about these things called frames, like picture frames. Like if you had a picture frame up in your house, this is a book. But let's just pretend it's a picture frame, right? It's a picture frame. Inside this picture frame, you have your core values, right? Yeah, I'll show you the book in case you guys figure out. What is he holding up? who not how excellent book everybody needs to read it um but that book is a picture frame right inside a picture frame say one of your values that miss uh Brittany might have called him out on is like efficiency his core value is efficiency if Brittany calls him out on efficiency like we're doing stuff that's not efficient he might have a reaction at first and be mad but he can't be mad at Brittany why she held up the core value she held up the frame that you guys are committed being in does that make sense but if she holds up something outside and she complains about it and she makes it about her and it's uh, it's entitlement, some out here like, no, I need a razor bonus or whatever. And it's entitlement. It's not inside the value thing. Then Dr. Wing has an opportunity to retaliate, quote, quote, right? But so when you do stuff within his frame that he created in his office, his core values, way he's committed to treating you guys and treating the patient, all that. You guys have permission all day long to address it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Hold on. Let me meet Brittany real quick. Yep, that was her. You know what that is, don't you? Ready? File. 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 And that's okay. I'll unmute you in a minute, Brittany. You just tell me I have control. I'll unmute you, okay? Well, I'll actually be unmuted. But um, I'm telling you guys this because I know Dr. Wynn would want you to do this. And when you guys have it, or if you already have it, whatever's inside your frame, whatever's inside of the values that you guys march by, whatever you guys committed to, and the five core values of maybe a respect, efficiency, you know, collaboration, creativity, you always address those things, always. And you create value when you do it. If you don't, you're not being a great team member. Just say when your core value is communication and you're unclear what he's asking and he's unclear of his expectation, like Natalie said, if you don't bring it up, he's just going to keep on repeating the same miscommunication or lack of expectation and clarity of it. But that's your value communication. So you might bring it up to him. Hey, Dr. Wynn, I'm not really clear what you're asking for. Are we doing this or are we doing that? And if he gets, oh, Natalie, I don't have time for this shit. Ah, you know, it's not personal. 
it just when he takes a deep breath, he'll come back. Oh, yeah, that's one of our core values. Thank you for bringing that, up, Natalie. Let me make sure all the team knows about our next settle, and I'll communicate it. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm encouraging guys support his leadership by knowing your core values. If you don't know it, we got to get it together as a team, and then you hold that frame, and that makes the whole business, the relationship, everything move forward. So I'm going to pause real quick before we transition to where is he at like now, and you tell me what did you guys just hear about that about frames and communicating. What did you hear personally? And Brittany, I think if you want to speak, you have to unmute because I can only ask you to unmute. I don't have that kind of power. I wish I did. There you go. Yeah. Um, well, I think I heard, you know, if it's, if say we need to present something to him and it it's in line with something he's committed to value-wise, then it's not going to be a problem. Um, he might have a, a funny reaction to it at first, yeah. but he's going to come back and be like, okay, that's something I've committed to, yep. um, you know, that I value. Um, so it's one of those things that, um, you know, we should be able to have conversations about certain things if they're not going well, or if they are going well, um, as long as they're in line with what is important to him, his mission and his values. Awesome. Now, ready? I'm going to give you guys a gift for coming on the call. You ready for your gift? Sure. You call these yeah. gifts. Are you ready? It's a sneaky way to say, I'm about to punch you in between the eyes. <laughs> so here's your Hello. gift. Here's your gift. Does your spouse, your family, your children, your loved ones, do you each know each other's values? And if you do, then look. At work, now we have a more intimate, connective relationship. We're not distanced from each other like, oh, will this offend her or him? So one, it's the values he creates at the atmosphere at work for you. But just think about home. Does your spouse know your values? And if you know anything about, anybody know the five love languages? Yes. Raise your hand if you know five love because we can see. Okay, good. The other ones don't know? Oh, almost everybody does, except for Natalie. You guys got a teacher. Forever, my love language is, um, I love words of affirmation. So guess what I do to my wife? Oh, you're beautiful. I give her all these words of affirmation. She doesn't need that. It's like right over her head. But guess what her love language is? Quality time spent. I'm like, oh my God, woman, you're killing me. You just want to sit on the couch and do nothing? Nothing? I'm entrepreneur. I'm always doing something. For her, that's not nothing. That's quality time spent. You want me to go grocery store with you and just push the cart around and follow you like a puppy? What the Christmas? We're not even talking. You know, I'm like, you're killing me. See, once we know each other's values, we don't have to try to meet it some way and hopefully it'll land or get there. Well, oh, so if you're quality time, how do you need that, honey? Okay, Tuesday night's our date night. At night, we debrief the day together, just hang out and do nothing, drink a cup of tea. And sometimes we drink a glass of wine at night together. And that's her quality time spent. For me, her love language was to do acts of service. All, we had three boys in a row, all year apart. And she'd have the house speckless clean, food ready. All I'd come home and I'd say, no, I didn't even see it. You know how much energy that takes? Take three freaking, almost cuss big time, say effing, freaking little crazy boys, calm down, house clean, amazing food cooked, and I never appreciate it. And you're still alive. Barely. <laughs> that, well, that, that's why I have no hair. She she scalped me a couple times. This is why <laughs> yeah, God has a purpose for you or else you have to dead. <laughs> exactly <laughs> protect me for and i was no i would i mean to all my bad stuff i'd come in cuss and scream because food wasn't on the table i'd literally come in look at the table food was on the table i'd cuss and scream at her you f-n-b-i-t-i-c-i-h-i walk out door and slam it because i was just a little boy i threw a tantrum it was crazy but what i'm trying to tell you is because i didn't know her love language she needed was quality time spent. She didn't know my love language words affirmation. She didn't have to clean. She's like, what the F? I didn't have to clean up all those times. I didn't have to, all I have to do is say, hey, honey, I appreciate you. You're looking good today. <laughs> I would have cooked my own food. I would have bought it at the whatever. So when we understand each other's values, it brings connection, conversation, intimacy. So make sure you have a company value. Do you guys have that right now? Is it yes or no? Yep, good. So don't ever be afraid to hit those values, especially when you guys aren't living it because it brings you back to a neutral place where you guys all can be together. So my gift to you is not only at the office, what about home and your personal life? 
make sure people know what you stand for, what values you have. And know they could change. Seasons change, they could change. Okay? So don't hold your, put yourself box. But do the closest people do you know your value. Like my value, man, like tonight I'm going to have a cigar with my younger brother because I'll be gone for three weeks. And I just want to catch up with him see how he's doing. My value is what? Words, affirmation, communication. We're just going to – he we basically one hour, one cigar, one glass of scotch, and that's it. Because I get to go to bed. I'm old. 8.30 at night. It'll be 9.30 by the time I'm done. <laughs> or I get up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, so I need to get to bed. But So that's my gift to you guys. Not only office value, look at your personal life. Because you'll see with Dr. Wynn, everything you're telling me here, where he was a year and a half ago, imagine what he brought home to his family. Lack of clarity, lack of clear expectations for his wife and kids, a new thought process. They're holding on like you guys on roller coaster ride. Where are we going? New idea all the time, insecurity. And so when we do this work, we say not only you change your personal life, you change your professional life. So thank you, ladies, just helping us see the professional side so we can even just a little glimpse in the personal side we share with this wife and stuff. It's different degrees, different degrees and different intensity. It just shows up everywhere. So now let's see the difference. We got to see the the, the dirty, uh, the side of him, the dark side, the shadow side, we call it. And now we're starting to see some light on it. We're starting to see. Remember, he's not perfect, nor should you. If you say he's perfect, you just discredit everything. But he's growing. He's getting more into light. He's changing behaviors. He's um, owning his shit, like I think Veronica said, right? So tell me your experience now. We painted a picture. He's a natural entrepreneur, natural leader, has crazy ideas, turn on a dime, causes confusion, lack of clarity, might know where he wants to go, but I don't know how to contribute into this vision. We get it. We got that side. Now, what transformation or change have you been seeing in him? Who wants to go first? I will. Um, so definitely feel like um, there is more clarity in his vision and how to get there. Um, he definitely has been, um, about more about the minutia and the details and communicating what needs to be done when it needs to be done so that we can achieve X, Y, Z. So communication clarity is much better. Um, I also feel like he's, um, almost like more calm in a regard, like happier, um, like, I know his job is extremely stressful, but he doesn't wear that all over his face anymore. So there's something going on inside of him that he's um, become at peace with, you know, what's going on, you know, in the office. Um, and, and there's more confidence there. Mm -hmm. So I can see a change in his mentality um, and his temperament, for sure. I love what you said. Something's going on in there. Yeah. Right. I'm going to share you guys the little secret we teach them. Again, you get your gift because when you give, you receive. I'm going to give you guys a gift and you're just going to see the simple thing. This could possibly be what, what you're seeing. You see my screen? It's white. Yes, sir. Okay, here you go. This is what most people do. We do so we can have and then we'll become, become significant. And that's stressful anxiety and, and anxiety. It? No, E I T? No. Type of anxiety. E. Sebastian. And X I I E T Y. Yeah, anxiety. And, and, and that's what you guys experience, even him being cold, right? Him being maybe sometimes a little bit forceful, mean, whatever. But because we're doing do, 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 do. If anybody knows what I'm talking about right now, if you're a mother, you understand exactly what I'm saying. You do, 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 so you can have, and then you'll become significant. I go to work. I take care of the kids. I uh, take care of myself so I can have people's trust, love, and respect. Then I'll become a significant woman, mom, whatever. Guess what? It doesn't work. Because guess who else? You, got, you look on Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, and this other mom is just knocked out apart. I don't know how that bitch looks so good all the time. Got her <laughs> shit together, looking good. You know, she, she looks like she just had a man in petty and she's still going to get one, bitch. <laughs> right? So they do, so they haven't become, and you, all you have to do is look left and right. You're like, fuck, I haven't done enough. I'm still not there. I haven't done enough. And it causes stress, anxiety. You feel cold, forceful, me, and people do that, right? 
here's what we've been teaching him. And this may be possibly I'm asking and just give you guys some insight where you might be experiencing different. We're saying that does not work. Education, culture, training has taught you do more, do more, do more. Marketing, do more, do more, do more. But you never arrived to be significant. We said you already are significant. Oh, boogers, that color doesn't make me happy. Is that color? Ah, still weak sauce. Son of a biscuit. Here you go. Let's use this one. Be, do, then you have. Be, have, then do. But you start, because then you have what? Peace. You're more calm. Mm -hmm. You're centered. So I'm just saying, possibly, he's learning how to be. He's learning how to be naturally himself. Give himself permission not to compare himself to other doctors. Not compare himself to other practice. But be what makes him happy. Then he gets to do from that way of being a leader. Then he gets to have. Be. So I'll give you an example for you moms. Won't you just be a great mom? Do what great moms do and have what great moms have. Be a great mom. Have what great moms have and do. Stop trying to do so you can have, and then you'll become a great mom. Do you guys see this? Yes, sir. This is one of the fundamental things we teach. And when you make that shift, everything changes. But the hardest thing about this shift is just being you. Because you got to tell everybody what you want. See, see that clarity he's getting? Now he knows what he wants. He doesn't have to look at every possibility as an opportunity. And he's going to have FOMO and miss out. But hey, he gets to be. So one last thing on this, I'll tell you, the uh, dentist I was with last night was saying, how do I be the best dentist in the, in, in what, what town are you guys in? Midlothian. Midlothian. Let's use Midlothian. How do you be the best dentist in Midlothian? You know what I told him? Be the best dentist in Midlothian. Or how, no, he goes, how do I have the best practice in Midlothian? I said, to have the best practice in Midlothian is to know what you want. And he wants three months off a year. He wants to travel back to his home country, be around his family, the culture he grew up in, stuff like that. So you want to have the best practice? Let that practice support that vision of being off for three months. Your employees getting paid. Your team members getting paid. Your associate getting paid. Your, your patients being taken care of. When you're gone that three months, you're having stress. So if you guys want to be the best practice in Melothian, what vision do you guys have? And you don't compare yourself to anybody else. And that vision serves the whole team. So tell me what you guys are hearing on that one. I, I went on a little tangent to show you possibly why you're experiencing this internal transformation in him. What are you guys hearing? So we need to stop focusing on the doing to have. We need to focus on just being where we are. And then we have. And then we do. But we not only being where we are. Oh, my stars. That girl's so cute. I know, right? <laughs> not being where we are. Is that your daughter, Brittany? Is that hers? <laughs> oh my stars so cute why didn't you let her get a petty manny <laughs> not being where we are we've got to be focused on what we're being what we're committed to think about that because where you are is going to change that's the journey on the way to what you're committed to i've been married 26 years if one thing i teach people who are married and learning to be married don't be committed being the husband that you where you're at now what's the husband i want to be five years from now Totally different. Yep. And then, so I get a, don't treat me like where I'm at. That's where I'll stay. Treat me where I can be. And that's what I'll become. So I treat myself that. What, can, what do I want to be come in the next five years? You know, the first one, it was perfect. I was entrepreneur, excited. We travel. We do, but you know what? That's not going to work for this season. We're buying, we're getting a house built in Colorado Springs to sit on the porch. I feel really old, but I love it. Sit on the porch, rock on the porch, look out and just enjoy each other's company, drink some tea or wine and relax. I'm not going to treat myself where I'm at right now, but what can I be? That's what I'll become for my marriage. And then when I have all this little bickering BS with marriage, like we normally do because of schedule, life and kids and business, I don't get stuck here. Okay, Sebastian, what's the best version of yourself five years from now for your marriage? Understanding, you know what? I'm not, I, I joke around a lot, but this is very serious. She is younger than me, but her family history is not the healthiest. So she gets forgetful. Her body's aching. I'm like, oh my God, 
is there a trade-in policy? Is this like Costco? Can I return you? Can I get a better version? <laughs> no, she's, she's saying F you. And she couldn't say that 10 years ago because I was in a different, I couldn't play. I was more serious than Dr. Wynn. But we're in playful place now. She flips me off. She says F you. My version five years from now is someone who has understanding that she's getting older. Her body's not the same. Her mind's not the same. So have a little fucking patience, Sebastian, that she's going to forget things. And she's going to do things slower. But if I treat her the way I am right now, I have no justification for her being slow or being forgetful. We got shit to do. We got to do it now. Get your No, no excuse. Get your ass in gear. So thank you for saying that, Misty. And what I'm saying is not where I'm being right now, what I'm committed being in the future. Then do that now. Grow into that leadership now. And you'll see less fights, less bickering, less conflict in your office, personal and professional. So some guys, some, somebody summarize that. We're wrapping this up here next five minutes. Somebody would summarize. What did I just say right there? What did you hear me say? I want you guys to get that gift about being what Missy did. I just expounded on what she said. See, I get carried away. You might not hurt. That's why I slow down and ask you guys. What did you guys hear? Come on, Veronica. Practice your talking skill. Do you like that? I called her Veronica. Oh, shoot. I meant to call Victoria. See, I even purposely <laughs> tried to call her Victoria. I couldn't do it. Son of a biscuit. Victoria or Veronica, split personality. What are you hearing about just being? So, I mean, like I struggle with, you know, thinking that I am, you know, a great mom or, you know, that I am a good mom and stuff like that. So instead of, you know, saying that all the time, I just need to look at myself in the mirror and say, you are a goddamn good mom. That's right. I need to, you know, stop letting other people dictate how I feel. Um, So if I want to be a good mom or, you know, feel like I'm a good mom, then I need to start acting like it. And now watch this. Here's the secret sauce, guys. Ready? Do you know why I can say she's a goddamn good mom? You know why I can say that? Because there's only one of her. There's only one Veronica. And the way she parents is perfect because that's her kids her way. And if she wants to shift and change it, she can. But when we compare how we parent someone else, I'm not somebody else. That's how you know you could be the greatest parent. So do what the greatest mom does right now. Do what the greatest mom, uh, have what the greatest mom have now. How can't, you don't have to fake it till you make it. That's all bullshit. You know why you're already the greatest mom? I could say Veronica is Brittany, mom. Yes. Natalie, mom. Yes. You look young too. What the Christmas? (laughs) All of you guys are moms. Who's not a mom? Okay. Rosalind's not mom yet. So learn this. Watch. You're already a great mom. What? No, I've seen how Brittany raises her kids. She took her to go Manny Petty with her. Uh, I can't ever be like that. You know what? And we start comparing. That's when we stop being the greatest mom. When you compare versus accept yourself to be whole and complete, lacking nothing, nothing's in shadow, nothing's in darkness. You're wonderfully, uniquely created. There's no one like you. So that's why you're already a fucking great mom because no one's like you. Until you believe that, then you're not going to be working out being a great mom. You're going to work out, well, if I do more, then I can have, then I'll be like so-and-so, then I'll become a great mom. You can't be like so-and-so because you're not fucking them. You can never be like them. And at the best, if you even did your best to be like that person, you're second place. Or imitation Chinese knockoff. Ooh, how do you like <laughs> that? That's if you do your best. You can never be. So when you can only be your best is when you're uniquely you. Be you. Accept you mm-hmm. for all you are. Is that cool? Yeah. Cool. Amen. So we're going to wrap this up. And here's the funny part. We only said one transformation we saw in <laughs> Danny so far. We're just going to leave that. You know, he, that's all he gets. That's the only thing he gets. Sorry, buddy. But hey, I, I can say, I know we're wrapping up, but I will say a transformation. I haven't known him that long. But what I will say is just from hearing you and, and the things that you've said and, and the girls knowing what they've said about Dr. Wynn in the past, he's already putting into practice this be and do and have because he has taught me immensely because he's gone over that with me. And I have literally been transformed already and being transformed through that. 
So <laughs> absolutely. So, so watch, we're going to give him a gift. Thank you for saying that. Cause I know we could brag on him all day. I mean, I've seen so much growth in that man is amazing, but here's a gift we can give. We got nine minutes. Here's a gift. Ready? The gift is this. What else? We call this speaking to the gap. He's committed to being the leader. Everyone wants to follow. This is where he's at. What's missing in the middle? We're going to speak into the gap. We can give him feedback. We call that feedback. What's missing for him to be the leader? Everyone wants to follow. And here's why. I don't care about the office. I want him to be the leader. Everyone wants to follow at home. I want him to be the leader. Everyone wants to follow. His wife wants to follow. His kids wants to follow. And most important, I want him to be the leader when he looks in the mirror that he will follow. But it does start in workplace. He spends 10 hours a day, a day there. You know what I mean? And so your feedback is that big of a gift for him because he wants his statement, his commitment, be leader. Everybody wants to follow. He's right here. What's missing? What's in the gap that you ladies can speak to and give him gift? Like, okay, we don't have to say you're doing great. We already know that. What else is missing? Okay. So when he decides to come up with these brilliant ideas that he has uh, for the office, before he decides to go ahead and say, okay, we're doing this, we need to discuss this as a team so that we can catch little snafus. Cool. So give me a plan and let us buy in. Yes. See? Yes. Now you supported him because as his coach, I get to create this for him. Okay, here's a yeah. template unplanned. Here's where we're going. We call, we call it the stand speech. Here's where I'm going. Here's how I'm going to get there. Here's why I'm going and all that. He hands that to you guys. And then you guys get to shape it with him so you can fill in the gaps and stuff and it help with his blind spots, right? Right. Mm -hmm. See, that's not talking shit about him. That's not demeaning him. That's supporting him where he's at, where he wants to go become leader. Everyone's fault. You're speaking to the gap. He's like, oh, shit, now I got it. I'll fill out my stand speech, hand it to my team, give them a week to go through it, answer all the questions. Then we'll come back to the meeting. They can fill in the blanks. And now they took ownership of it. I'm not leading by myself. And we're all agreed to go there together. I'm not pulling teeth, not persuading people every day. I have buy-in. Is that what you said? Yes. See, that's money, Missy. That is money. Woo! That's good mm -hmm. stuff. Who's next? I'll go. Um, I definitely was thinking the same thing Misty was, um, but I'm going to add to that. Um, he needs to trust. He needs to trust who he has in place. He's put us in this position for a reason because he trusted us. He needs to allow us to do our jobs, not, um, you know, micromanage um, yep. and just trust that we're going to do what we say we're going to do. And if so we don't, this. then he has every right to call us out on it. You know what I get but, so excited about this? You guys just gave me the tools to coach him for the next six months. <laughs> I don't have to guess why I need to coach him. So watch this. For him to have trust is never about you guys. His right. trust is because of himself. So for him to relinquish, delegate, we call this delegation in business, to delegate, he needs to empower you guys. How does he empower you guys to trust you to get the shit done? Is he has to train you. Mm -hmm. So hey, Brittany, we're moving to this. We're going to get five more chairs, hire this much more. So here's what we're going to do. How are you going to contribute to it? Scale one to 10, how equipped are you? And then let me empower you the other numbers that you're not there. He gets you trained up. You guys go, go. You got a game plan. It's not about trusting more. It's about holding you accountable to your commitment because you've been trained and equipped to the vision you all agreed upon. And trust is gone. It's not subjective. It's objective. You can measure it based on where you agreed, committed, going to. Do you have the training skills to get there? And we can measure it objectively. And usually it's just natural barriers that get in our way. That we had to overcome but no longer it's subjective oh freaking Brittany! again i can't ever count on her every time i'm looking for her, she's at the nail salon <laughs> <laughs> i love that let me summarize two things the gifts you guys gave and listen natalie rosin uh, uh, victoria i want to acknowledge you guys didn't share like a million stuff but just your presence on the screen shows how much you support the team i, I just want to really make that clear so look i heard if you're going to get our buy-in, let's get a game plan. Give us some time to digest it. Fill in the holes and the blind spots. We're committed to this, and let's do it together as a team. Then Brittany took it next level and go, then while we have the game plan, we have the buy-in, the trust has come in. And what I'm adding to that, if you're going to trust your team members, you're going to trust your employees, you're going to trust anybody, you have to equip them. They're just either lacking some skills or something towards your standard, 
So empower them, train them, give them the fire formula. Start off. It's a strong foundation of self-awareness, right? So those are two big gifts. I'm going to make sure Danny takes away. And here's how we close. We close. We have four minutes left. This is how we're going to close. Ready? You're going to say, what's your biggest takeaway from giving Dr. Wynn a gift today? Giving Dr. Wynn a gift today, you received something. When we say biggest takeaway, it's like, hmm, my life just got a little brighter, more enhanced, more colorful. I see something I could apply to my life that I was giving a gift away, but I received one back. You know, so what's your biggest takeaway given this hour to Dr. Wynn being on this call? And I'm telling you guys, most teams will not do this. You guys are freaking amazing. Great job. So I'll go first. Go. Oh, go ahead. You're always trying to get the spotlight. Ready. I know. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. <laughs> um, my biggest takeaway, and um, I'm glad that we are able to give this gift to him because he has gifted us and is continuing to gift us and empower us, like you said. So the more that we are empowering him, he's actually returning that to us. And he has um, a hundredfold. He really has. I've never worked and I'm, I'm tooting his horn, but I've never worked for, I've worked for many doctors um, and, and orthodontists, but doctors I've worked in, I've been in ministry, all sorts of positions um, and never worked for somebody that has empowered me as a boss, as a, a, a mentor and not just as a boss, but as a mentor. So for me, this is amazing to be able to gift him to help him is actually returning that favor to That's me. That's right. His cup is overflowing. You poured into his cup. Now it's overflowing to yours, but he did the work because most leaders cup has holes in it, communication, um, failure and stuff. So when people pour into him, it leaks out. So he can never overflow back on you, but he's doing the work, plugging up those holes, right? And now when you fill up his cup, overflows onto you. Great job. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks, Camille. Who's next? What's the um, biggest takeaway for you? What are you getting away from this showing up today? I think I think he wants to be the best version of himself that he can be for to help us in the way we need help. And I think um, giving him this feedback will help him achieve that you know just get closer to achieving that and what the gift did you get just being on this call for you personally i know it's hard especially for women to say hey i get something for myself i'm always giving i get it <laughs> but what do you get for yourself Rosalind? just being on this call what takeaway did you get a principle you learned something that you no know, just like got poured into you um like the thing about um kind of comparing yourself to others and you know wanting to be the best you know who they are and um just trying not to compare myself to other people because I feel like I do that a lot and just awesome. being on yours out of my comfort zone oh yeah and I really appreciate that I know all of you women and thank you for acknowledging that and comparison is a big issue for women how would I know I only make statements off of evidence because there's a billion dollar industry called makeup there's a billion dollar industry called um, liposuction and cosmetic surgery and all that stuff. You know, there's this, we're always comparing ourselves. My wife and I have an ongoing joke. She just left. She took a nice shower. She dolled up. You know, we've been married 26 years and she, she looks at me I'm like, okay, have a good day. And I do it on purpose. I'm, I'm an asshole. And she goes, you never say I look pretty. I dress and I shower and you don't say I look pretty. Even on our date night to the night, I won't say that. I do it on purpose. But when she's exercising, she's sweaty. And in her mind, she's the ugliest she could be. Oh, baby, you're so hot. She goes, you're gross. You're gross. I'm all sweaty and dirty. you know. And then I'm always, ooh, you're so hot. I want to jump your bones right now. It's like, ooh, you know. It's because our industry has lied to us. She's only pretty when she dresses up. She's only pretty if she has a certain purse on her arm. She's only pretty if she's wearing certain makeup. That's all bullshit. She's pretty 24-7 to me. You know what I mean? And so thank you, Rosalind, being vulnerable. And that's what made you actually, quote, unquote, pretty and powerful. Being vulnerable like this is very uncomfortable for me. I compare to everyone. You know, I compare myself. And when you get to that point, stop comparing. You'll stop doing so you can have their approval and you'll become significant because no one will ever give you their approval because everyone else is insecure themselves. So why would they give you approval? They can't approve themselves. Right. Is that cool? Thank you, Rosalind. You just gave me a gift. Woo! Okay, who's next? Everybody gets to their gift, oh. and we call this a quit. Then we'll be done. I'll go. So, um, you know, 
whenever you called me out on like the whole question about, you know, being, having, and doing, um, you know, th that was actually the first time I've ever said to myself that I'm a good mom. So it just took a lot, like I almost started crying. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, awesome. A lot, you know, for me to say that. And then like, it just felt so good and freeing to say it, you know, cause I've, like I said, I've never said it before. And so just like freeing myself of that burden, because I felt yeah. like it was a burden on me. Yeah. And um you know just saying it on here of all places like just took one step you know to become more of a comfort zone than this comfort zone does that make sense it makes a lot of sense thank you for that and if you want to cry be great i'll probably start crying with you because you only said good mom at the training you're gonna say you're a great mom i'm gonna yeah. chest bump you said again say it again until you scream at me i'm a great mom <laughs> i'm gonna squeeze it out of you because we squeeze the lies out and let the truth just stay in you. You're a great mom because you're like no other mom. You're uniquely, wonderfully created. No one like you. So everything you do has to be great because it's original. It's authentic. It's you. Now, it might not work or get the results you want. And guess what? It's not right or wrong. It just didn't work. Then do something different to make it work. Yelling might not have worked. Doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It was wrong. You yelled because you're angry at that moment. Well, it didn't work. They're crying. They're not cleaning up the room like ass. They'll get to do something different to make it work. I don't put myself in shame and guilt and saying, oh, I'm a bad mom. I didn't do it right. You get out that right and wrong, you're going to find a lot of freedom and liberty. We'll get mm -hmm. there, Veronica. At the, watch the whole training. I'm going to call Victoria. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> All right. Who's next? What's your biggest takeaway for yourself? What's the gift you got? Oh, my gosh. That dog's cute. I want to bite his ear. <laughs> It's like kids, I bite their face. Dogs, I'll bite their ears. She right. like she's a fur mom. Yeah, she's go. a fur mom. Fur mom. <laughs> All right. Oh, my stars. All right. Who's next? Your biggest takeaway. Everybody has to go. All right. So my biggest takeaway is I tend to focus so much on work because as a single mom, this is how I raise my two kids. And so I forget to take the same values and principles that I apply at work I forget to take that home mm. and apply it at home. So you're, that's my biggest takeaway. You can make me cry because I was raised by a single mom. I'm the biggest champion of single moms, most powerful women in the world. And when someone says you are a pussycat, I lose my shit. I go, you don't know how powerful right. a pussycat really is besides giving life. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasing men. Those women are the strongest women in this world. I mean, my mom, my single mom. <laughs> So really, Missy, thank you for sharing that. That that really blesses my heart saying that, yes, I got to lead you to this giving Dr. Win a gift, but the gift you got is to remind you, take these transformational principles and put in your personal life. And I'm if you give me permission, I'm going to punch you between the chest. Is that okay? Because <laughs> what we say in men is I'm going to kick you between the legs when we get a little <laughs> verbal. So you won't forget this. Is it, you give me permission to punch you in the chest? Not physically, Missy. We lost you. What the Christmas? Can you hear me now? I hear you. Can anybody else hear me? I can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, Missy. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. We're having some issues with our no computer problem. here. Do you give me permission to punch you in the chest? <laughs> I would rather you not punch me in the chest, but yes, I mean. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor. Ask Camille to do it for yes. me. Here's, here's the punch in the chest I want to give you. So. So you won't forget this. When you don't bring it home, you rob your kids of having what we didn't have. Yes. You want to give your kids what you and I didn't have. We didn't have this training. We didn't have these mm -hmm. principles. We didn't have this liberty and freedom. So take it from the office, bring it home, invest in them. So that generation, that next lineage can make their own stinking mistakes. They don't need to make ours. Right? That's how I live my life. Because I'll get lazy. I'll get self-loathing. You know, whatever, self-pitying. But then I remember, you know, I have four kids that I want to give them life and possibilities and opportunities I never had. So I kick myself between the legs. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So that's my punch in your chest. So watch out. Camille's going to be, the rest of the day, she's going to look for opportunity and go, bam! She's been looking for a reason for weeks. <laughs> Who else we got? Brittany, have you gone yet? Natalie? No, I'll go. Um, so I, I have a couple and it's pretty much along the lines of everybody else, but one of them was, um, 
talked about the do, um, be, have, right? Did I get the right order? Yep. <laughs> um, okay, so for me, um, I'm a definitely a box checker. Um, I did get this done, I accomplished this, then I will be this. Yep. So, um, you know, God created me just the way I am. He created me, um, you know, unique and special. And I definitely just need to realize that I don't have to always check all the box. I don't have to be a perfectionist to be who I really am. So that was a good reminder for me. Um, and then also, I think it's a great idea to make sure my husband and I are on the same page value-wise, take home, you know, discuss, have a conversation about values and what's important to me so that he, he knows, and I don't have realistic expectations of him because he doesn't, can't read my mind. So, yep. yeah. Absolutely. And this is a gift you gave all of us. I'm going to tell you real quick here, after 26 years of marriage, I'm going to tell you, tell your, getting your values straight with your spouse, men need to know sex starts in the kitchen. <laughs> women are crock pots men are microwaves okay <laughs> and men want sex it's just natural for us it shows approval acceptance that we're you love us we're accepted the way it comes out is through physical sex but if they want it they gonna start washing dishes in the morning before they go to work put up dishes so all day long they need to yeah. have foreplay and, and not when you get in bed foreplay or, or we get on the couch or backseat of the car foreplay. <laughs> I'm being silly. But foreplay starts in the kitchen early in the morning all throughout the day. And when you teach him that, then he says, okay, then I get approval and acceptance and we can have sex. And I'm not afraid of you rejecting me saying you have a headache. Because that's a big fear for men. Or you reject me saying later next time. Because it feels very personal. Like I'm not enough. And then they could take it to the next level and say, well, then you're a F and B I T I C I and look all these things I do for you and it gets really ugly. So I know we can't fix everything, but I love what you said, Brittany. You're gonna get the same value page. I just know one of the values for men is sex, and if they want to have sex, just know sex starts in the kitchen. Sweep the floor, wipe it before you clean dishes, put it up before you leave, or you know, um, know that she's a crock pot and you're a microwave. Nobody's broken, just different. Yeah. Thank you for that, Brittany. All right. Natalie, you get to bring it home. What's your biggest takeaway for yourself? So really, um, one of the biggest things that spoke to me was the not comparing yourself to others. Even when you're, you know, if you do your best and are the best compared to them, you're still only going to be second best. You know, that the only way that you can really be the best is to be the best you that you can be. And, you know, coming... <laughs> Again, just still being early on in my hygiene career, I do have a tendency not only in my private life as a mom and, you know, home life, but in, at work, comparing myself to others and feeling like, you know, I'm not where I need to be or I'm not as fast as I need to be or I'm not, you know, as efficient or something as I need to be. And, you know, just realizing that the only way that I will get there is by doing the best that I can every day and working to be that and you know practicing that like you said in the moment you know if that's where I want to be in five years then I'm she's always dropping the mic that one <laughs> you dropped the mic I'll say that's where I want to be in five years <laughs> you froze <laughs> well let me summarize this for you Natalie, and thank you for that gift because you're giving everybody ready. You don't have to try to be the best and do the best. Consider this. Every moment, if you're being uniquely you, you are the best and you are doing your best. I fundamentally believe every moment we're doing our best. We're, with the choices we made, even a dumb person goes and robs a bank. In that moment, that was their best thought. They chose their best. Everything does their best in the moment. And... Our commitment to be what we want to be in five years from now will make you a better hygienist, faster hygienist, doing things different. But right now, in that moment, never beat yourself up. Celebrate. I did my best. And I never arrived. I have this much more to grow to be more efficient. I have this much more to grow efficient. You give yourself that grace, that love, you'll give it to your child. You'll give it to your team member. You'll give it to your patients. So just believe, just consider, I'm always doing my best. And if it's not working... Not right or wrong, good or bad. If it's not working, what do I need to do 
to make it work better. And then, you know, you grow because we never arrive. We expand like four seasons, right? I am so honored for to be on this with you guys. I know we're giving Dr. Wynn a gift, but I feel like I got a great gift. You guys all got your gifts. Man, we got to do this again. And I'm going to talk to Dr. Wynn, see when we can start the fire formally with you guys and have a lot of fun together. Love it. Awesome. Thank you guys for your time. Have a great day. Thank bye you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 bye.